quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G along with Will Perry. And we'll waste no more time and go to our top dog, our big man on campus, and native of Chicago, probably rooting for those Cubs big time, Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Hey, Bob. I'm um, I'm shaking with uh, <clears throat> with all kinds of nerves to, to get this close is uh, is pretty tough right now. <laughs> no to be a Cubs fan and to have never made it in your lifetime and and uh, to have it uh, be this close it's uh, pretty amazing. Actually, I'm sure it's the same way for any Indians fans. It's uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, this is one of those series that uh, you know I think most people will be happy. It's good for baseball, good for sports. Great competition, and it's been such a you know great series so far. No doubt, absolutely. I heard. Uh, I think I saw something this morning that like the bleacher seats were going for like twenty nine thousand. Twenty nine thousand. <laughs> I mean, That's yeah, I, you, you I've, got some. I've seen you, got, where, you didn't have any yeah, buddies uh, inviting you tonight. <laughs> I'll be watching it on TV, uh, unfortunately, but. Uh, I, I can understand it. Uh, I, you know, the Cubs fans in Cleveland have really driven the price up. I mean, there's been there's a quid, pretty big number of them that have descended upon that town, and they have really helped drive drive those prices. I mean, I saw even last night when they got the big lead, all of a sudden those prices started to spike. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, and and then when you look back, uh, the 1945, the Cubs sold bleacher seats uh, for Game Seven for six bucks apiece. O-M-G. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Well, we know uh, not only current fans, but fans that have gone before the team, such as uh, my father, who didn't quite make it, uh, passed away a couple of years. But we know so many of us that have family members and, you know, longtime uh, family members in Chicago. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. Speaking of no fun, <laughs> Bob. Hideki Matsuyama walking away with that tournament, uh, the WGC, over the weekend. Seven-shot lead. Pretty impressive. Yeah, and, you know, I I think this uh, shouldn't be a surprise. Um, uh, I think we've seen this coming. You know, we won the Memorial a couple years ago, and last year he overtook Ricky Fowler to win in Phoenix. Uh, He's contended a bunch. Uh, and really, you know, he's, he's got a little bit of Rory in him in that when he putts really well, he's, he's really good. And, and, and the weakness in his game is putting, you know, he has his frustrating rounds where he just doesn't, doesn't make anything hits great all day and doesn't get anything to go in. And, um, I, I think, you know, what we just saw there is what's possible, uh, when he can putt and, uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, it wouldn't be any surprise to see him win a major or, you know, or, or to, to jump up in there into the top five with these guys and be, you know, just as much of a force as Rory and Jordan and Jason Day and Dustin Johnson. Uh, you know, he, he kind of put it on display there last weekend. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, he's he's been a, a star in the making, right? Um, having, uh, what, did he burst on the scene? I think it was the 2011 Masters uh, after taking two Asian amateur titles. Uh, but I think a lot of the focus, obviously, with Jordan's uh, wins and accomplishments, uh, you know, is, is, you know, he's he's sort of been in the shadows a little bit. Well, and that you're right about, you know, he won the Asian Amateur twice, and you know, he's he's sort of the epitome of what you know the Augusta National was looking for when they when they started that event. Um, but. Uh, uh, I, I think the reason he's been a little bit in the background, you know, is frankly, is the, is the whole cultural thing. I mean, you know, Hideki is 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 not uh, real fluid in English yet, um, you know, and 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 I'm not criticizing him a lick for that. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's really hard, you know, to be as young as he is and to come over here and to have the language barrier and the cultural differences, food and just everything it's got to be lonely at times uh and uh you know i think that's one of the reasons why you know he was a little bit behind uh you know because we just haven't heard from him that much uh and that's natural so i think it's pretty obvious that you know a guy like that who's struggling with the language uh we're just he's not going to be interviewed as often he's not going to be in the limelight as much unless he's winning and you know i think over time that's going to change i think he's going to you know he's 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 gonna just because he's here so much, gonna get better at English. He's gonna converse more, and and uh, again, I'm not saying that he should be any better than he is because I think it's a really really hard ask. Uh, but you know, that's one of the reasons why players from Asia, you know, it's it's tough to come to America and and play over here for weeks at a time and adapt. Uh, you know, maybe one of the toughest places to come from. I mean, it's a lot different to come here from Europe where a lot of people speak the language and, and they learn it as kids and, you know, the cultures aren't quite as different. So, you know, I just think uh, there's, there's a lot more room for him to, to, uh, to grow and it's only going to get better as, as he gets more and more comfortable. Bob, over his last four starts, I think he has two wins, uh, second place and, and also another fifth place. I mean, you mentioned earlier that you thought maybe, you know, maybe it's not this year, maybe it's next year, a major might be, and in the cards, what do you think is maybe on the horizon for the next like 12 months or so for him? And what kind of, you know, is it a U.S. Open? Is it a British Open? What do you think really suits him better? Yeah, that's a good question. Which major venue? I'm not really sure there's one that's bad for him. Uh, you know, he hits it far. He's a power, strong player. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of think a British Open is probably a good spot. Certainly, I would think the Masters, if he can get his putting down, is really good for him. Uh, you know, I think now the next thing is just to, to find some consistency on the greens. Uh, I'm not sure what he's been doing lately. I don't know if he has made some adjustments or if he's, you know, uh, been working with somebody. I'm not sure. But, you know, there were times that you would watch him and you could just, just see the frustration. Hole after hole, he'd hit it in there 10, 12, 15 feet, make nothing. And, and, you know, Rory has gone through that, but he's learned to work through it. He's figured out ways, you know, to, to, to get better at putting and, and, and not, tries to not let it get to him. And I think that's what Hideki has to do. And, and, and we're seeing some good putting out of him now. He wouldn't be winning otherwise. Uh, but uh, uh, when, if he can get that dialed in, I mean, forget it. I mean, he can be just as good as any of these guys. And, 
you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him up there on a bunch of leaderboards in, in 2017. And, of course, he follows in the footsteps of some, you know, great Japanese player, Sayo Aoki, as well as Jumbo Ozaki. And on the LPGA Tour, somebody who had one of the smoothest swings I've ever seen, Ayaka Okamoto, back in the day. Yeah, and, you know, she was a great example, too, of, of one who, you know, how – she talked many times later in her career about, you know, the adjustment that was necessary. Uh, you know, she was the most accomplished Japanese woman player in the Hall of Fame. Um, and it's tough. You know, Isao Aoki never really stayed over here very much. Uh, Jumbo Ozaki won one time outside of Japan, and it was in New Zealand. You know, he just he could not bring his, you know, he won over 100 tournaments in Japan. Right. Uh, I, think he won, I think he won 94 on the Japan Tour. Yep. And he won the money title 10 or 12 times, but he just couldn't adapt here. And, you know, he would he would be criticized for that. Well, you know, talk to any of the Americans who have gone and played the Japanese tour for any length of time. It's not that easy. You, you better know, love sushi. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know, and, 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 you know, you better learn to watch TV and not be able to understand it. And, yep. You know, have a hard time traveling and. And and so you know if you if you if you think of it that way, look how hard it would be. So um, good for him that he broke through on, in a really big tournament like that. It's got to give him a lot of confidence. I know Kevin Sternad also, who uh, you know has sat in the co-host seat here. He's been picking him for months. He's been picking for months <laughs> and said he's he really is very friendly. You know he plays out at Golden Bear Club here in Orlando, and that uh, you know he he really does uh, try to you know mingle and. So I think we're going to see see big things for him as he as he continues. Absolutely, I, you know I don't think any of us should be surprised to see him up there from here on out. Bob, you um, also have a story this week about, of course, Tiger Woods officially officially saying he's going to make his return at the Hero World Challenge, and uh, his agent coming out and saying rumors about his. Chipping issues are nonsense. Uh, anything you've been hearing about all that? Yeah, you know the information has been has been a little bit sparse. Um, uh, you know, I think it's been a. I'm not quite sure where the whole stuff about the chipping has has come from. Uh, you know, last year he had those those woes. That's a long, long time ago. Uh, you know, in early 2015, and. I thought he answered him for the rest of the year. You know, he to come back at the Masters maybe the hardest place in the world to chip and, and to perform like he did, not have a single issue. Uh, and really, he didn't have any until that last tournament in Greensboro where on the back nine he had, he had a, a hole where he, you know, he kind of sculled a chip across the green. Now, is that because his chipping, you know, problems had come back? I, I don't know that that's the case, and – you know, it, 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 for a guy who's hardly played, I think there might be bigger things in play. It just might be that uh, putting it all together is difficult. Uh, and taking his game on the road, clearly, he's not wanted to wanted to uh, to show it off very much. Uh, so um, I, I was a little surprised also by by just the clamor over him announcing yesterday. I mean. It was almost a procedural thing. I mean, they were at some point going to announce who, who was in the field for his tournament, and of course he was going to be in it a month out. Um, he said two weeks ago during that media tour for his foundation that he was going to play, 
And, you know, I think it would be a really bad sign for him to say now that he's not going to play. I mean, a month it's a month out, unless he's injured, which apparently he's not. Um, he said at the Safeway it was nothing physical. He was feeling good. Um, then why wouldn't he play in that tournament? He, he's, he's still got four more weeks till that event takes place. And it's been three weeks since, from, since the Safeway. So, you know, in theory, seven weeks to get ready for that tournament. Um, I, I still think it's a shame he wasn't able to go at the Safeway just so that he could get all that, all that hoopla over with. Um, and I don't expect him to have a good tournament coming back his first one, but he needs to get that out of the way and then build on it. I mean, sort of sit back and assess, you know, wow, I, I'm, I'm really shaky in this area. Or, wow, I re- I'm really surprised that, that I was as good as I was in this. I need to work more on that. You know, he's postponed that now by another six, seven weeks instead of get, trying to get that done there at the Safeway and even again this week where he might have played in Turkey. So um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting when he comes back, but I also think, and I'm sure we'll talk again before it, you know, for us to expect much out of him I think is, is silly. You know, before you see before you see a lot of good golf from Tiger, and it might be a long while. I mean, it might be months. Uh, it might take him a long time to get comfortable inside the ropes again. Well, I know everybody is rooting for that comeback for sure. And like you said, it uh, you know, we, with all with all that uh, the guys are producing in their forties now, hopefully, you know, that motivation is uh, is strong. We appreciate, as always, spending some time with Bob Herrig. You can tweet him at Bob Herrig. Thanks so much, Bob. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game. Stay with us. More golf talk coming up. 